Here we go. Here we go. Listen, listen. I just hit record. So let the people hear how ridiculous you are. Let them hear what I truly have to put up with. Let it. Come on. Bring it. I just told you. Bring it. Three times to turn that ringer off. Now you sound. You're messing up the podcast. Now you sound like you're super far away. I'm going to. You know, get yourself crisp because we are trying to do a podcast off the elevator. I'm going to need you to get your host, Jesse, and (laughs) co-host. Joseph. But now hold on. I gave you the title of host. That's right. And you got demoted for being ridiculous. <laughs> wow. I wish y'all could see her eyes right now. Holy smokes. What's wrong with my eyes? You, they got about as big around as 50 cent pieces. Maybe we should talk about ego. Yeah, really. <laughs> Maybe we should. I mean, seriously. The the quality on this Skype, the audio, mm-hmm. is nowhere near as good as the quality on Zoom, just so you know. Yeah. Well, just so everybody else knows, Zoom was trying to limit my free subscription to 40 minutes, and I had more to say than that. So well, we're trying an alternative option. Well, Zoom didn't try to do nothing. That's what they did to you. <laughs> No, I said they tried to limit me, but they can't limit this. Wow. Here we go. Here we go. What'd you do today? You know what I did today? I I worked about five minutes. Mm. So you must have worked out a lot. I worked out so-so. So I got up this morning and Mm -hmm. I went for a walk. Yeah. And then I had some God time. Really? Cooney. Can you not put it on vibrate? I can now. I mean, seriously? Hey, look. Look. So I went to work out. Listen, I worked out. Mm-hmm. I walked. I had some God time. Journal. I went to a uh, meeting. Mm-hmm. Had some fellowship. Then I went to breakfast with my sponsor. Had some more fellowship. Then I came home. And I worked for a couple hours. And then I took the rest of the afternoon off. And I went and saw my sponsee, and we read and talked and had some fellowship. And then I went to dinner with my friend Kim, had some more fellowship, and now I'm having fellowship with you. It's a day of fellowship, Joseph. There you go. Well, good deal. Good deal. I feel like I use that word too much. It sounds weird. You use it. <laughs> you You use it because I use it. True. You never used it until I started using it. Maybe. No, that's that's truth. What did I call it before? Hanging with my friends. <laughs> I'm going to hang hang out with my friends. Well, that, I mean, once I started, I mean, when I started working a program, they call it fellowship also. Do they? So. This would be the, the, I mean, I, I would you like to talk at the same time as I'm going to talk? Well, what I was saying, this would be the time for you to ask me what I did. Um, except you won't let me. Busted. I, I am the host. <laughs> well, that, this is this is real <laughs> rocky right now, so you need to pick it up. You need to. What did you do? What did you do today, Joseph? <clears throat> so I worked. Wow. Uh. And then. <laughs> I've been talking with my buddy Glenn. Did I say on the last podcast that I got an alligator tag? No, because that happened after the podcast. Uh, no, it didn't. But nonetheless. Oh, wow. So you held out. I drew a prestigious Georgia alligator tag. Which means I can harvest one alligator in the state of Georgia during Georgia's alligator hunting season. What are you looking up? I'm looking up when you told me. Okay. About that alligator hunt. <laughs> Bust it off. Uh, I mean, I may have deleted it. But um, So me and a buddy of mine, we've been talking about our options on said gator hunt because he also drew an alligator tag. I don't have it, but I'm fairly certain 
I've got the email right here. It ain't about when you got the email. It's about when you told me. Oh, I told you when I got it. I sent you the picture of it from the email right there. After the podcast. Before the podcast, July 19th. Mm-mm. Yeah. So, I forgot to mention it on the podcast. Anyhow, nonetheless, been trying to figure out some some alligator hunting. That's what I've been doing. Right. And I've How's been, that going? Uh, it's pretty rocky so far. Pretty rocky. If you want to hire a guide, which I'm more of a do-it-yourself type person. Mm-hmm. Uh, but alligators isn't something I grew up hunting in Georgia. There's... Mm-hmm. There's like one alligator around here, what, every five years? And when it does, it like stops traffic and makes the news and everything else. But So it's not something I have alligator hunted in the past. Uh, haven't never got one. So, you know, you, you think about getting a guide like, yeah, you know, I spend the money to get a guide and have a better chance, better shot at getting one. But holy smoke, son. I mean, you're sending this kid to this Joker's kid to the first year of college <laughs> over an, an alligator. Now, don't believe I will. Thank you anyway. I was really surprised at the cost <clears throat> right. of someone to, and it doesn't guarantee that you'll get an alligator. Right. True. But needless to say, that that is your other podcast, not this podcast. So hey, we'll it together. Wherever God puts my feet. That's where I'm at. You heard wow. me. You heard me. Don't don't try to divide me into sections. I I I am who I is. Wow. Believe that. What you want to talk about today? That's whatever you want to talk about. Wow. We can't want this with something we was going to talk about. Yeah. But maybe we ought maybe we ought to talk a little bit about ego. Ego is that is that since, since I've had a little bit of a. A bit of a problem this week. Okay. Well, we'll we'll break down break down your ego as far as the problem this week. And second of all, I just like to say, aren't you glad I didn't cross that off the list? (laughs) (laughs) So just so y'all know, I said we got a list of things that we want to talk about, and we were picking one, and we picked one, and he goes. Go ahead and cross it off the list. I said, no, I'll cross it off the list when we're finished. And he's like, no, we'll forget. Cross off the list now. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. And then we started, and I'm like, let's talk about something else. I, I think so, you did that just to prove that point. I didn't. I did that after I said, I'm the host, and you're the co-host, and you've been demoted because all of a sudden I'm in charge. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, it is my Skype account. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that's that's kind of the story oftentimes of my behavior. Right? So I mean, before I got sober, it, I I couldn't recognize that. Um I do recognize it now, but as I have said in the past, like I am not the most humble person on the planet. Right. Um it doesn't come naturally for me, which is which is super ironic considering you are the most humble person I have ever met. Um, so maybe that's why we fit together uh, um, in the way that we do. But it just made me think of that when we were like, I'm all of a sudden I'm in charge and now I'm going to tell you what to do and you've been demoted. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. It's like, oh, it's just like a, it's just like a foresight into, Hey, here's a little bit of a here's a little bit of a mm, right like right. And then I take it and run with it like all of a sudden it's my deal. So, well, I mean, you know, you you did that jokingly. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. you you was doing that jokingly. So so what specifically? When I think about ego, myself, and and you mm-hmm. were saying, which I you know, it's hard to take those compliments. When somebody says, oh, you're the most humble person I know, you know, or any, you radiate Jesus or anything like that. Is those compliments not hard to take? Like, seriously. Well, I don't get those compliments, so. <laughs> yes, you do. Quit playing. I, 
not not those specific ones. Those are specific compliments that I have given. Um, but it is sometimes hard to take compliments about myself mm-hmm. from someone else. So I noticed a few times, like I think when I struggle with ego, which is pretty regular, uh, mine always coincides most of the time with two things when I talk strictly of ego. Anger and testosterone. When there is a another person across from me who also has testosterone, <laughs> I can I can rush to be the alpha male really quick. Real huh. quick. And you know, stick your chest out and get that ego, especially if there's something that rises you up. It doesn't necessarily have to be anger, but they, if there's something that just pushes a button, pushes my button, you know. About the other person? It could be about the other person or something. Just in general. Just in general. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, now, I have noticed... You know, it's real easy to always talk about the, air quotes, bad things about yourself. But there was a couple of times this week, and I think it's got a lot to do with the program we're doing right now, uh, that I normally would have went off, like exploded, pitched a fit, probably dropped some curse words, but I didn't. And I thought afterwards, huh, I even talked to a person and said, hey, man, you know, you're the leader. You got to choose when to lead and be led. Remember, I told you about this conversation. Mm-hmm. And I said, so right now, you're you're hot and aggravated, so, so I'm going to lead. This is what we're going to do, and everything's going to be fine. I had mm-hmm. multiple instances like that this week, or within the last week, mm-hmm. where I didn't let my ego shine. And, uh, hey. And and I felt I felt really good about it. And you know that, that's a level of humility too, right? It's like you have to like what I have seen for you is you have to be challenged. And when I use the word challenge, I don't mean like something difficult that you're trying to overcome. I mean challenged like bowed up at in some former fashion. Right. Or and when I say you have to be what, or you perceive it to be right. someone bowing up to you. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily get like that just over other things happening, right? It really has to be a perceived threat at your person for you to bow up. And and I can fabricate that threat really quick. <laughs> yeah, I think we all can. The, right? Especially depending on what side of the bed I got up on or what side of the bed I went to sleep on to begin with. True. Um, I can say, you oh, know. well, who, who is who is the person today that wants to get involved with this? You know, <laughs> you just, I know I sometimes some days I know that I just uh, I just look for a reason. Right. Like, you know, like you said, depending on what side of the bed I went to bed on, what side right. of the bed I got up on. But, you know, but, um. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. No, no, go ahead. So I, I was thinking that, you know, in in terms of my alcoholism when I was drinking, that ego was constantly there. Constantly. It was a just a, a peak. You know what I mean? It was just constantly going up toward the peak. Just constantly. The entire time. It It was, I mean... Maybe wavering sometimes, but pretty much constantly going up. The anger, the anger was there. The frustration was there. All of those fueled the ego. Get out of my way. I'll show you what to do because I know how to do it. You, you're too weak. You're too, your mind's too weak and your body's too weak to even attempt what you're doing. So you need to move and let this grown man get a hold to this whole situation. You just stand back here if I need you to hand me something, you know. Wow. And you were like that with other grown men. 
that's that's what I'm saying. I could be the the alpha male, and it didn't matter who. It didn't. I, that you when you talk so in in line with a challenge, with a challenge. Oh yeah, just give just give me that look, and I'll show my butt in a hurry, son. I'm talking about in a hurry. <laughs> no. It's funny that you you say it like that because I was thinking as you were saying that. Um, a, I didn't know it was my ego when I was drinking, and when I say when I was drinking, that means prior to getting sober. That doesn't mean sober moments right. while I was still drinking. Right, right? absolutely. Yeah. This is while I was in in, in active alcoholism, I had no conceptual knowledge per se of my behavior in the magnitude that it was. Mm -hmm. Right? So I was very successful in the job that I did very quickly. Um, and that could have been for a number of reasons, right? So hindsight, that could have been right place, right time. That could have been, you know, eagerness and willing, willing to learn at, at, at such a young age. That could have been, I mean, that could have been a number of things. And that kind of made inflated my ego saying okay you know I started in an industry that I knew nothing about I was quickly promoted and then I was continue continually promoted after that um, and when I started getting promoted and being successful it was like okay <laughs> more stress, more stress, you know, but I, but I was, you know, like we shared before in another podcast, I, um, have always been relatively quick to pick things up and, and relatively, you know, smart at most things. And I just became this like hell on wheels, right? Like I smarter, I'm prettier, I know more, I can do it better. And when I pick things up, I picked it up relatively fast. So, and I made a lot of mistakes, but I always like auto-corrected. So then it was just like, it was just this, like I picture it like a giant snowball. Right, <laughs> you know? right. Like, like you pictured it as a peak going yeah. up and up and up. And I picture it as like a giant snowball rolling downhill just becoming this massive avalanche well it, it's interesting you say that because i was thinking once it starts and and that first bit is received all right so let's say you're in a conversation and you're oh you're being very judgmental and it's ego fed this this person doesn't know what they're talking about you know because i know I know everything. Um, they can't do this. They can't do that. And you're in a group setting. And everyone's like, yeah, yeah. Or whoever you're talking to is like, yeah, you're right. You're 100% right. That that's For me, that can steamroll. And that ego yeah. just gets fed. It's like feeding the ego. It's snowballing it. And it may lead mm -hmm. to the next day. It may lead to the other day. And mm -hmm. each time... It's a level up from what it was, what it was before, what it was before, and just on and on and on. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, one of the things, well, I mean, humility is a big part of the program that I work, you know, that, that in my recovery and understanding, you know, all the pieces and parts to that and being willing, you know, entirely ready and willing to have God remove our shortcomings and part of that is humbly asking him to remove them and and understanding and I've read to you many times the things that I have read in the literature that talk about how important it is to have humility and then I'm always like well if I talk about how humble I am am I really humble you know and what is what what air quotes what is humility and 
and I've, I've Googled it and I've looked it up and I've done all these things and, you know, watching other people handle situations that I would have bowed up at, <laughs> right. you know, is super helpful for me. But we talked a little bit earlier when we first started about my week and what happened for this topic to come up. And, and to just give a little insight to that is, you know, I, I listened to someone and they were sharing and they were talking and they were saying things and, and I had, wow, they heard that in China. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Kevin, Kevin Rose literally just set up in bed from that. He's not. He doesn't live in China, Jesse. I know he doesn't, but I, I know he doesn't. <laughs> I'm just saying, far away, everybody heard that. <laughs> okay. And just so y'all know, we're talking, and Joseph is over here on his phone getting I'm, text messages. I, I'm, I'm looking something up for, that, that coincides <laughs> with our conversation, so continue. So... Um, anyway, so I'm listening to this person and I'm getting bothered by the things that this person is saying. And then I have a conversation with someone that I love and I care about and who can tell me when I am ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And his name is Joseph. <laughs> and, and I say, this is how this makes me feel. And, and then we talk about why. I feel like this about what this person has said and, and how this person has behaved. And um, I know that it's not right, you know, but I have to, I have to like get it out, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm getting it out and we're talking about it. And the more I'm talking about it, like I've literally like talked myself into never having anything to do with said person. Like, right. Yeah. To, the, to the point where I think said person is not useful in my life. Um, and I don't know that that's, I, I won't say right or wrong, because I don't necessarily think that everybody is for everybody. Um, but I allowed how I felt about what this person said to stay with me. So it wasn't like I said, oh, this person is like, an, you know, they were, an, in my opinion, an egomaniac. Mm -hmm. They were con talking about themselves in a manner that I felt was just distasteful. Um, and it bothered me. <laughs> right. You know, and then I'm like, so yeah, it's not like I said, oh, this is not my kind of person. I, I don't really dig that. I'm going to move on and move past that. No, no, no. Well, I just got, I just like kept on. I mean, that's where I have to understand why it bothers me. And what I said to you was one of the things they say, my sponsor says to me is, you know, spot it, you got it. Mm -hmm. And I used to be like, what? And she would say, if you spot it in someone else, you've got it in yourself. If it rubs you the wrong way in someone else, it's more than likely because you see that in yourself. And then I was like, ugh, that sucks. <laughs> well, you know, it's judgment can snowball that way, too. I, like, I don't know where the line of, and even if there is a line where my ego is causing me to do this, you know, I've let the enemy in with my ego or... I've let the enemy in with this judgment. I don't. Well, know. I think that I think that. Whoa! You got really loud, really quick. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think they're one and the same uh, apple. Mm -hmm. I, uh, for for lack of a better term, right? Um, it, you know, ego causes judgment. Judge, judgment creates ego. Or is that right? Is that how? How I've never heard. I've never heard. Where'd you hear that from? I made it. I like literally made it up. Oh well, you don't. You don't get to do that. <laughs> no, like I like I'm thinking about it in terms of I was in my ego mm -hmm. passing judgment on this person. Right. 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 I get you. Um, and and I didn't realize that. Also, 
I realized I was being judgmental Mm -hmm. and maybe that led me to see my ego. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I get you. I get you. I get you. A hundred percent. That's why I say, you know, one in the same. So, so when you was talking earlier, you, you know, you were saying you don't want to say that you're humble, that, that that's weird, you know, telling other people that you are humble, right? So what that made me think of was a, a quote uh, by Robert E. Lee. Uh, and it's, I put a little bit of this quote in my mission statement because it, this it really hits home with me. A true man of honor feels humbled himself when he cannot help when he cannot help humbling others. A true man of honor feels humbled himself when he cannot help humbling others. Hmm. What does that mean to you? True men of honor cannot help but be humbled when he is humbling others. When he cannot help humbling but others. But cannot help humbling others. Right. Um, well, speaks a lot to you, so I'm thinking about that, too. <laughs> um, I, I don't necessarily know how or that I understand how to humble someone else. Mm. And and I let me give you an example. Some of some of the things I've read with in recovery related to me in this aspect. Um it talks a lot about alcoholics not reaching humility except through humiliation and understanding that those two things are not the same. Right? Mm-hmm been looking at the times in the past where I have been humbled by by something you know an outside force it came as a result of humiliation right so I have humiliated myself to the point of humility right um, which then gives it a negative connotation so when you say could not help but humble uh, but to humble others. I don't know that I understand how that how that works in a positive manner. Okay, so th- this is part of a um, Robert E. Lee has a bunch of quotes. They're all they're to me there are the quotes from Robert E. Lee are are pretty. They're in tune with my way of thinking, and not because it's Robert E. Lee. They're like, like seriously, he—he's got. I don't, I don't. I don't know what that means. I, I'm not saying I like his quotes just because I like Robert E. Lee. You get what I'm saying? Well, sure. Yeah. But you said with, with my my way of thinking. Yeah. Is what I'm well, trying to follow. All right. So. And let's be clear. I don't know a. a, a, a Let's be clear. I don't know much at all about Robert E. Lee. So, if if you're assuming that the name should strike a chord with me on some sort of lifestyle or behavior, it doesn't. Okay, right. Well, and, unless you've read a little bit about him or know a little bit about him, that makes that makes perfect sense. He doesn't have very many things that are boisterous at all. I mean, you had this great grand general of the South, and he mm-hmm. he's not boisterous at all. Any. Interesting. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there's another quote that was that's in line with with that helped me understand, I believe, the humbling quote. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was another to be a good soldier, you must love the army. To be a good commander, you must be willing to order the death of of the thing you love. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, when you're interacting with people, when you're interacting with people on whatever scale, work, home, friends, if you're at Six Flags, whatever you're doing, anyone that knows you personally, I can't help but think that if they see you give up something, be it worldly 
or however it may be that you absolutely positively love in front of them it can't help but humble them for whatever reason it may be right oh i see so so, so when i come home that day and it wasn't under the guise of this quote you know my story Mm -hmm. and told my wife and kids that i was an alcoholic and that i was going to quit drinking and the look on their face that's all that it was Mm -hmm. they my two sons seen their daddy broke down as low as he's ever been getting those words out of his mouth Mm -hmm. you get what i'm saying yeah 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 for as bad as it sounds they knew how much i loved drinking Mm -hmm. they they knew how that was that was my life yeah for sure i get that that i mean I, i i get that you know um i can't help but think of think of you know our many conversations of sacrifice right right <laughs> you know um but no i i get that and that it's humbling um interesting yeah i don't know that i could have thought of it that way now i may be off key that may have he may have had a teetotal, and I need to research it a little bit, probably read more depth into that actual quote, where he was and what was being talked about when he did that. But a year or so ago when I was reading some of his quotes, those two stuck out to me, and they sort of coincided with each other. And I was like, huh, mm-hmm. that's got to be what he's talking about. That that makes perfect sense to me in that text. He's got, yeah. Let me read you this one real quick. It's off subject, but it's about alcohol, so it's on the subject of the podcast. Uh, and this is from Robert E. Lee. I like whiskey. I always did. And that is the reason I never use it. <laughs> Truth. Believe that. Mm-hmm. I like beer. I always did. That is the reason I should have never used it. And, and that's I like the how he's you got, don't use it now. <laughs> and, and I like how he's got use in there. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have. That's the reason I never drink it. It's the reason I never use it. That's a good one. Yeah. I like that. You know, when it comes to, you know, back on the on the topic that we initially started talking about. Gaining humility and and stepping out of my ego is not something that I do on my own. Right. Yeah. And it it wasn't even something that I thought about, per se. Um, I feel like I've used per se like three times this podcast. What are you? What are you, Latin? (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. Do you speak Latin? (laughs) <laughs> Poor Val. <laughs> uh, uh. Um, so it it comes, you know, and then people will say things to me like, you, you know, you were just so humble, and and I realized that in those moments where people say those things to me, I'm I am being vulnerable. I'm being transparent I'm being honest um, and humility is a byproduct to that and we talked about that earlier in the week mm-hmm. like sharing and being open and vulnerable and transparent with my struggles and my lives or things that bother me like like it's you know humility is a byproduct of that because at the end of the day I don't know anything right you know, I went from a state of being where I you couldn't tell me any different. I knew what was best. I knew what I was going to do. No one was going to tell me different. You know, I knew, you know, I worked in a career of which I was very good at, or so I thought. <laughs> you know, like, there's always room for growth. Mm-hmm. But what had happened to me is that I found uh, a, a 
divot, I'm going to use the word divot, you know, that I got comfortable in and I made a lot of money in a very comfortable place and that made me think I knew all there was to know. Um, and the and the consequences to that were substantial to my career. Um, I didn't realize a lot of that until months after I was sober and had gone through the steps and, you know, started making amends and, you know, the first, you know, the first couple of amends were, were pretty serious ones that were, you know, um, family and into some pretty, um, pretty serious things. And then the, <laughs> my son sneaking in there. Yeah, I seen him the, sneaking in there the whole time. So if you guys hear him, that's, that's him. Uh, you might hear me, you know, yell at him. <laughs> but, um, you know, I had former employees on there. Right. And that was very, very difficult to to call them. But I knew, but they were high on the list because I had gotten to the point where I realized that my behavior was so out of control. Like even telling, saying it right now, I'm thinking about it. And I was a complete lunatic. So, I mean, some of the things that I did in the end um, shock me even thinking about them mm-hmm. in the way that, that I behaved. And I was completely ego-driven. And, and one of the biggest parts of how I deal with it on a regular basis now is to just go, okay, okay. And I do this to myself all the time, and I got it from my sponsor. And I don't know where she got it, but she would say to me, you're just a worker among workers. You're just a friend among friends. You're not better than, you're not worse than. So I literally say to myself on a regular basis, I'm just a worker among workers. I'm just a friend among friends. To remind myself that I am no better than and no worse than to try to stay in the middle of the road for that because I have such a problem with it in the past and I'm afraid of it now a little bit, right? Yeah. Like I'm afraid that if I give it an inch that the, that the you know, the dark passenger comes out, right. if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. You know, I was thinking as you was talking uh, in the sense of my ego, and I think this is probably holds true for a lot of people. Um, not you know, not being judgmental, but when you have a real high ego, are there's times that your ego takes control? Like being able to serve is gone. Truth. It, I mean, it's totally got that wall is built up and locked in. It is gone, a hundred percent, one hundred percent gone. Yeah, it's you know it's one. Of, it's so funny you say that because I I think about it as as the enemy's spirit of deception. Mm-hmm. You know, all of a sudden there's this this shade that comes down. You know, you say wall, but it's I mean the you know that's the enemy. That's yeah, the enemy. Absolutely. Like putting the blinders on and saying, I'm only going to look at me. I'm only going to focus on me. This is how I feel. This is what I think. This is what's hurting me, what's bothering me, what's making me feel some way. And and like I said about the situation yesterday, you know, in, in recovery, you use the term a lot. It, it, it eats my lunch. It ate my lunch all day. Um, because that situation this is how it's making me feel it's making me feel this way it bothers me this way me i have i have the blinders on that say i'm only thinking about me right like what what that person does this said person that bought literally is so far outside of my bubble like on a regular basis (laughs) like like it's it's crazy that it, that I have the ability to let something consume my thoughts in that manner. Well, you know, I th- I, I think one thing though is evident, 
and when 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 you are in a setting to where it is uh appropriate to talk about the things you've done if you're not holding yourself up to this great status then that's the appropriate time when you allot time to you know air quotes blow your own horn mm-hmm. I mean you got you got to really and I hey I've been there done it I've True. been there done it you've got to be real conscious of what you're actually doing mm-hmm. or are you going to let that snowball of ego build up and I think it can become obvious to others when that is happening right now, how how others deal with it may be, you know, giving you some ego back, and that that's not right True. either. That's not right True. either. That's yeah, what, for sure. That, that's what I was telling you that I have a problem with. So when I see that, I want to call somebody out. Yeah. I want to get in their face. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not speaking violently, but. But, but don't think that's not an option. Yeah. You get what you get what I mean I'm that Yeah, yeah, it's I, about leveling the playing field. If you want to if you want to get up on your high horse, well then I'm quick to tell you or take you right back yeah, down. Yeah. And that's not right. Don't get me wrong. That's not right. No, for sure. But, I get it. But, I totally get it. But it can be to me, I don't know why it is, and I've prayed on it and I pray on it and I think I've become better. But to me, it's very antagonistic. It's very abrasive and antagonistic to, to me. And it's not right. 100% and it's re- not right. I read this thing one time that said, you know, when, when we're disturbed, you know, how, a, a couple of things, different ways to deal with it. And uh, one of them was to think the best no matter what. Mm-hmm. And, and that is not the standard for me the standard when someone rubs me the wrong way it is not let me pause and think why this person is doing this maybe they don't know that they're being offensive maybe they don't know that they're tooting their own horn maybe they don't know you know and then it circles back around real quick maybe they don't know that they're bothering me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Maybe they you don't know, know they're antagonizing me. Right. Yeah, they so don't like know. Like I said, it can circle around in my mind. Right. Right. To, like, how dare you? Yeah. You should. And, you and, should know that that's offensive. And and they may not be even doing anything of the sort. Let's be clear. That dude yesterday. Not, not not a thought in his mind had Jesse's name in it. Oh right, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And and that's usually the case, right? Oh, when I make a big deal out of something, when I think that something is going on, you know, probably ninety percent of the time, the other person's not even thinking what I'm thinking. Yeah. But I'm right. going to make them think what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, because of your ego. Right. Yeah. Because, you know, misery loves company. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know? and, and, I, and, you know, I've talked about it before, too. And how many times have I said to you, I must have been the worst person to work for. Like, like I, I, I say it constantly because I, you know, in my in my career now, you know, I, I work for some wonderful people. I have wonderful people on my team. They're kind and generous and helpful. And they're of all ages. And there's no, you know, like what I used to think people treated me differently because I was at one point in my career younger than everyone else. And then all of a sudden, I in my career, I'm older than everyone else. And and it's it's because... It's because I'm, you know, I'm older and I, you know, or it's because I'm younger or it's because like, like I have imagined these things and they don't even exist. 
right? right? It isn't like it isn't like I got sober and the whole world changed. I got sober and I changed. So when I see these people, I have this young guy on my team. He's in his twenties. He's helpful. Like I'm old enough to be his mother. He's kind. Like he legitimately talks to me. Like he likes what I have to say. Like there's no like I don't look at him like he's looking at me like the old lady who tells him what to do. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. It's not. But I would have. Right. Like I would have made something out of it and, mm-hmm. and treated him a certain way because I didn't feel I got the reserve, the reserve, the respect that I deserve. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And and I don't, you know, and I make some comments that in my team lead. She's so patient and and calm and generous, and I, and and I'm amazed by it. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> and I'm talking. I'm like, I was never. I just wasn't like that. Yeah. You know, and hindsight, you know, but I am grateful today, holy smokes, that I I can at some point, not always right away, right? Like I went through yesterday and and let it and let it get me some kind of way. But at some point, relatively quickly, I pivot. Um, And I don't do that by myself. I usually need help, you know. And as we say on this side of recovery, you know, I usually get that from another alcoholic Mm -hmm. (laughs) saying, hey, this, you know, maybe this is this or maybe this is that or or redirecting my thoughts. Um, And I pivot and I and I go, okay, I'm going to pray for that person and I'm going to pray for me because maybe some of it's them and maybe some of it's me, (laughs) you know, right, right. Um, and I would have just never, are you kidding me? I, I think I was thinking about that just a few minutes ago. This situation, the way I felt about this person would have happened three years ago. I'd have wrote them an email. <laughs> I would have straight up emailed them. You Ooh. have no idea. Ooh, you you, have, I, you. I, I would have emailed them. I would have posted it online somewhere. I would, I mean, I oh. would have. I would have probably just, that would have been bad. bad. (laughs) You internet Rambo. (laughs) And then, and then depending on how many drinks I had, I might have called him on the phone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. And told him in no uncertain terms, he should be ashamed of himself. (laughs) In the midst of humiliating myself right right right. you know so uh i'm i'm grateful that i don't do do you do you ever wonder do you ever wonder like man when when in the world is this gonna stop what my 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 issue with ego when is it when is it gonna when am i gonna grow up no you don't never you don't never Um, wonder you know, it makes me think of the third step. And the only reason I say that is because I had this conversation with my sponsee today. You know, the third step is we turn our will and our life over to the care of God. Right. And I said and I said to her, you know, now that we're at step three, this is something that you do forever. You know why? Because you turn it over and you take it back. And you turn it over and you take it back. Mm-hmm. Our ego, we lay it down and we pick it back up. We lay it down and we pick it back up. Every time we turn it over, we pick it back up. Like that's just part of the process, um, in my opinion, right? That I'm never going to be perfect. And I, I'm, I strive to be more like Jesus every day but not in an official capacity, right? Like I would, it would, it would be crazy for me to say, oh, I wake up and I'm going to be like Jesus today. I don't actually have the thought, have that thought on a regular basis, but I do have the forward for thought, right? Like what does Jesus want me to do today? You know, how can I serve people today? And, and I can be more like him in that process. Um, but my taking it back, 
Right. That's where the, it, it's just, it's just because I, I, you know, I'm in my sinful nature. I'm in the world. And I think as long as we're here, we're going to have to be cognizant that that's something that happens to us when the enemy sneaks in. Absolutely. Did that make sense? I yeah. feel like I said a lot of words. You always <laughs> say a lot of words. I mean, do you hear what's going on back here? I see him. He's under that table behind, the, under the, ta- behind the couch. He thought he thought the whole time he was sneaking in, but I could see him the whole time, so he wasn't sneaking. And I could hear things happening. Yeah. And uh, so, sorry, guys. My my youngest son is uh, the only one here with me, and he's a little bored. Right. So. Little Materhead. But what a great conversation! Yeah, Jessica. absolutely. We're rocking on about fifty-one minutes. And I think so, that you got anything else to say about your ego? No, no, I think that's about it. You know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm very pleased with the progression. You know, praise God. It's all in and of God. True. Uh, you, you know, the moment I sit down and say, you know, and 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 I have to say this, you know, I, the moment that I think that. I have it. You know, I can do anything. Mm-hmm. I got this. I got this. I don't. I got this. No, it's no problem. And I and I have to catch myself doing that because I'll go, Jesse, get it together. Jesse, don't do that. Jesse, you you can do this. You, I can't do anything. Right. That is of any purpose to anyone by myself. Like. It, the only the only goodness that comes from me comes from God. Like this whole mess mm-hmm. is only where it is now by the grace of God. Right. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I do. So I I, I don't got nothing. Jesse's got nothing except when Jesse says, you know, Thy will be done, not mm. mine. Truth. And that's just that is just truly how I feel about it. Right. So, well, that, sorry, little soapbox. That, that ain't no soapbox. <laughs> I'm in the. I feel the, like my tone. I feel like my tone got all serious. <laughs> the truth is the truth. You know what Damn I mean. And the world's on fire. That's right. That's right. Well, I guess it's time to wrap this jewel up. Right at about yeah. about fifty three minutes now. It was fun. It was. I guess so. Uh, listening to me this week while I was crazy. Hey, I mean, that's my job. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen to ridiculous Jesse. I feel like you need a shirt. <laughs> uh, yeah, no joke. That says help me. <laughs> Please save me. Oh, but I'm so much fun. Mm. Come on. All right, y'all. Well, that this is uh, I mean, hosting. Uh, well, we might have to knock you back to co-host after this one. We might have to knock you back to co-host. I know, I know. My ego just especially due to the fact that uh, you ain't uploaded the other podcast yet. Hey, what's wrong with you? It's been less than a week since we did the other one. Chill down. Put it on there. I'll do it. All right. All right, y'all. We'll holler at you. (laughs) Bye, y'all.